the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Four oh six on the Central Coast on this Friday, January nineteenth, two thousand twenty-four. I'm Dave Congleton. In about an hour, we're gonna have some uh, faculty members here from Cal Poly explaining about the upcoming faculty strike across uh, California State University schools. Mayor of San Luis Obispo, Erica Stewart, joins us at six oh five. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. This hour is a special event coming up tomorrow to. Um, celebrate the fact that this is National Mentoring Month. This is going to be 2 o'clock if you're hungry and want to mingle, or 2.30 if you just want to come for the presentation. It involves uh, my two guests. Elizabeth Barrett is back with us. Katya Sengo is back with us. This is going to be the Unitarian Universalist Church, which is that big church right across the street from Meadow Park here in San Luis Obispo. Uh, we know Katya, she teaches at Cal Poly, but she's also author of the brand new book, Straight Jackets and Lunch Money. Elizabeth Barrett is also back with us. Psychotherapist with more than 25 years in the helping profession as clinician, coach, and educator, teaches at Cal Poly. She also is the host of the very popular A Conversation with a Reluctant Therapist, heard Tuesdays. At KCBX. Ladies, nice to see you both. Hi, Dave. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. Katya, what's happening tomorrow? Fill in the blanks for me. So, um, I actually think there will be music as well, if I'm correct. And I think we will also have um, some food and mingling and fun times. But we're uh, mostly Elizabeth and I are going to be talking about mentoring and um, a little bit about in my book, Straight Jackets and Lunch Money, really kind of a childhood experience I had that led to my um, work in mentoring. I'm a big sister myself, so we will be actually giving uh, free copies of the book to bigs. So uh, all the more reason to become a big, and then if you aren't a big, you can buy one. But better to just be a big. Remind people about the book, please. Yes, um, it's... uh, um, memoir told into kind of two different voices. One, when I was 10 years old, I was um, uh, hospitalized in a children's hospital psychosomatic uh, unit or ward. I kind of forget the exact correct term there. Um, and I was there for over 100 days. And it was the, the book then goes on to 30 years later as an adult and a journalist. I go back and interview the doctors, therapists, and counselors who um, treated me then. So I kind of look at the bigger pictures of youth mental illness um, and the history of how it's treated uh, and things like that. But then it also leads into, because it's part memoir as well as uh, the adult voice, how I realize kind of that experience shaped the type of journalism I've always done and my work with young people. Um, before I was a big, I did kind of unofficial mentoring with um, young people. And then a lot of the stories I've focused on over the years kind of uh, tap into some of uh, the things that happened when I was younger. Uh, the, is the book for sale tomorrow? It is. I will have copies there. And you can get 
not just my signature, you can get Elizabeth's signature, too, if you're a fan of Reluctant Therapists. And as we all should be. But, Elizabeth, you're interviewing her, Yes, right? we're going to have a dialogue, a conversation about uh, mental health and mentoring and the benefits for What's both. the link between the two? There's a lot. There's a lot. You mean between the two of us? No, what's the link between mentoring and mental health? (laughs) Well, there are some great research that supports the benefits for not only those who are being mentors, but also for those who take the time to be mentors themselves. Uh, It reduces anxiety and depression. It increases a sense of community. Because when you look at mental mental health stats, the, the most predominant mental health issue in our society is loneliness. And loneliness then leads to depression and anxiety and different phobias. But it's really this chronic condition of loneliness that people experience that leads to other mental health issues. So as you can imagine, having a mentor and being mentored kind of takes care of that sense of being seen and witnessed by another human being. So what are some of the topics you're going to cover in your interview tomorrow? Well... It's going to be a, la- a rather free-form conversation because we wanted it to be... So you don't know yet. Yeah, thank you. Mm. <laughs> we don't want to give it all away. Right? I'm a radio person. Yeah. I don't script things. Yeah. <laughs> and that's usually... I mean, I, I enjoy... But but you're going to talk about mentoring and mental health. Yep. Our own experiences being mentored. Um, I think that's really uh, an interesting topic because we'll open up for questions and answers at the end. We're going to talk about our experiences being mentored, talk about how people can get involved mentoring, talk about mental health issues and how we take care of them or don't take care of them for children and for adults. And how Big Brothers Big Sisters is one of those places that cares for children and adults in a really positive way. Well, we should stress, isn't this being sponsored by Big Brothers Big Sisters? It is, yes. Yeah. Okay. So Big Brothers Big Sisters um, put this on, and they actually have some spons- other sponsoring it as well. Joan Sargent. Yeah. Thank you, Joan. Thank you, Joan. Yeah, thank you, Joan, because she's the one who's um, we're able to give those books for free. I'd give her a free Biggs. book. Katya, just like, I'm just going to give you a clue. Okay. Give her a, a book for free. And sign it. Make yeah. sure you sign it. And sign it. Mm-hmm. And you can forge my name on it, too. Right. And Dave, Dave says Dave thank says you, too. Oh. Um, yeah. And I think it's interesting having the two of us there because I can kind of give the side of from being the child who once I did... Um, <laughs> I had some bad experiences with adults, and then I had some really good experiences with mentors who helped me, and then that kind of influenced me wanting to mentor. So I kind of have that side, and whereas Elizabeth has that as well, she can actually talk to the actual therapeutic. Um, I can just talk from the the real... Don't understate it. It's important. (laughs) (laughs) The actual doing of the work to mentor. You got a testimonial. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so I think it's a a neat way to put those, give some added context to it. And then I think having people to bring their own things, like I encourage people to ask us questions of things they might be curious about, and we'll do our best to try and answer them. Mm. Mm. All right, so Elizabeth, let's start with you. Give me an example of someone who has mentored you over the years at any point in your life. Uh, the first one uh, would be my sixth grade teacher, Mr. Cherry. And uh, he, in our first parent teacher conference, maybe the last one, said to my mother, 
I'm very concerned about Elizabeth. If you can't find a career that pays her to talk, I'm not quite sure what she'll do with the rest of her life. Ka-ching, ka-ching, <laughs> ka-ching. Mr. Cherry. He is the best. And so when I started my first radio job back in the day um, down in Santa Maria, and I was doing a morning show, and we would call Mr. Cherry on a regular basis just to laugh and say, Bill, I'm getting paid to talk. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. Yeah. Um, so he, he had a huge influence and also in building my confidence in a lot of ways. Loved him. That's one. Okay. And then the second one uh, was my journalism teacher in junior high and high school, Nick Ferentinos. And Nick was one of the first teachers who pulled me aside and said, you're not trying. I know you can write and do better than this. And gave me my first C I think I ever got in my life and just held my feet to the fire and told me to stop chasing boys and to pay more attention to things that matter. And I was scared of him and angry at him and loved him forever. And I've lost both Nick and uh, Mr. Cherry, Mr. Franchise, Mr. Cherry, and they really influenced who I am today. Is there, is there a working definition of what constitutes a mentor? Who is a mentor? So... So both, a, both of you. A, men, a mentor technically uh, can be an intentional mentor or the accidental mentor. So teachers, by definition, are mentors because they're guiding, supporting, influencing, and um, giving wisdom in some ways to their students. But then they're the intentional mentors, so you can you can have a mentor in your career who takes you on kind of as an uh, apprentice and then guides you, supports you, and offers you guidance and wisdom. So it's there's different ways to mentor. Um, I'm I'm really trying to improve the idea or the understanding of the intentional mentor because we actually get more mental health benefits out of intentional mentor experiences when we've said to someone, will you be my mentor? And they take that job on and you meet regularly and there is like a guided uh, mission to the mentoring relationship. Yeah. And I, I think that's great. I, with the Big Brothers Big Sisters, it's very much intentional where we have all those. And then I think, though, also some... Um, what I did before that and what I had in my life a lot were not official, I guess, mentors, but they were adults who went out of their way to acknowledge me as a person, not just a kid, a real person. The first one for me, it's kind of a two, two in one was Courtney Murphy. And she was actually my mom's friend. And it was after I got out of the hospital and as my mom described it. I was a really weird little kid. I was a 10-year-old kid who'd been in a hospital for three months. And <laughs> I it looked weird. You. Yeah, I looked weird. I acted weird. I did not hang around with other kids. Um, and I remember Courtney one day uh, called up um, back before cell phones and stuff. There was just a home phone. She called up. And I'm like, oh, you want to talk to my mom? And she said, no, I want to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, you want to talk to me? And then Courtney also was like, Oh, there's a dog show. Would you like to go? I'm like, you mean with my mom and sister and you? And she's like, no, just you. And it meant so much to me. Courtney also, actually, when I was in the hospital, she had a dog um, named Cody. And she realized I wouldn't accept letters from adults because I was mad at the world. But I'd accept letters from Cody. So she wrote me letters from Cody the dog. I like um, it. Could be your next book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Cody. And then she kind of got me in with um, David Goins, who was an artist. And at the time, I thought I was going to be an artist, like a drawing artist. And she used to, she worked for him. And so before school, they would actually let me come and pretend to be an artist there at his um, 
studio and and david would actually give me take me seriously and and i was 10 and i'm a much better writer than i am drawer i'll tell you that and he actually took me seriously though and so i think it was just that they showed they cared about me and they took me seriously and paid attention to me all right we are in conversation with katya sango elizabeth barrett joining forces tomorrow for a special presentation we'll remind you of the details and pursue the conversation i'm dave congleton we're live, we're local, we're hometown. You have landed on the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Always good to be in conversation with Elizabeth Barrett and Katya Sangel. Uh, Elizabeth, remind folks what's happening tomorrow, please. From 2 to 4 p.m. at the Unitarian Universalist Church, which is right across from Meadow Park, uh, I will be having a conversation with Katya about mentoring, mental health benefits, how to get involved, our experiences being mentored. We're going to be food and some drinks and Katya's books there to be signed. Um, just a, a gathering to celebrate National Mentoring Month. And also one of the things about National Mentoring Month is to celebrate those who actually are mentors. And so I think it's important to celebrate Katya and her efforts to be a busy career woman, but also give back her time to mentor her little. So is this free? It is free. So that it's just a, a community event to, to get everyone together to talk about it. And I have to say that Katie from Big Brothers Big Sisters put this all together, kind of contacted me out of the blue and said, would you be a part of this? And Katya, so Katie has been the driving force um, of this event tomorrow so katya who should come to this event who's your target um gosh pretty much anyone especially we want um bigs to come because we'll be giving them a free copy of the book um we want people who are interested in being bigs to come so they can learn more about it and actually talk to some bigs talk to elizabeth and i about mentoring the difference it makes we want just parents in general to come to learn about um how mentor could make a difference in your child's life or also mm-hmm. just about things your child might be dealing with because we are touching a bit on um children's mental health the book touches on that in a mm-hmm. little and mentoring touches on that a bit um we want i mean i think it, it t- touches on some heavier things but i think children are welcome um I, I don't know if they'd enjoy it as much. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> leave the children it's, it's more, it's more it's of an adult event. Yeah, it's leave definitely geared. It's it's geared more for adults or um, college young students. adults. Yes, who I, I was going to say, I'd like some young adults who they sometimes. I have a friend who started as a big when he was in college, and he got to see. He's still in touch with his little now, and so it's kind of neat when you start young and you mm-hmm. get to see them grow up literally for all that time i'm sitting here thinking about mentoring mm-hmm. uh i would point to my high school radio tv teacher mr daryl schultz who we lost last year um he's the one that really encouraged me to go into radio and build up my confidence and when i got this gig he, uh, he was a guest on the show a couple of times and he was always emailing me, telling me what a great job I was doing. I mean, he was always a mentor. Yeah. And then uh, the other one, I also just lost him lately. I'm losing way too many people here. Don Barrett. Yes, you are. The great Don Barrett in Avila Beach, legendary radio guy. And for the last three years, I had the honor and privilege of knowing him. Same thing as Mr. Schultz. He just, uh, he'd call me up out of the blue. 
I'm listening to you, and I just want you to know what a great job you're doing. Keep it up. And, and this is a guy that knew everybody in radio. So just having those people there to reinforce your percep- uh, self-perception. It's huge. Was, yeah, it was powerful for me. Hmm. So, Elizabeth, who have you mentored? Oh, you reversed the question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I I really enjoy... Um, being there as a mentor for young people, I probably in the course of my lifetime have, I have my other children, probably six or seven. They, I met them in the twenties, and this is before I taught at Cal Poly, and would spend time with them, find out what they're interested in, encourage. Like you, I would would. What helped for you is that I would text or call or just check in and sit and just have a conversation um, because it's profound how much just having someone witness your life and listen to your story can make a difference. So I, I naturally tend to gravitate to that 20-something population, which is why I teach at Cal Poly because I really feel like if you can get to these young people before they graduate and kind of start feeling lost in the world, if they have a solid base of people they can turn to, it's so important. Mm-hmm. I consider mentoring like being a, a lighthouse, you know, that there's not one person that can shape your whole life, but there's many lighthouses, mm-hmm. people that you find along the way, just as you're about to crash, they tend to appear. And if you learn to trust them and look for the light, you know, and sounding really saucy but if you start to look for those people they do appear and i like to be that person and usually to be honest the mentor the the people who need mentoring find me i don't mm. search them out Interesting. That they're in my life for mm. a reason katia how about for you who have you been mentoring yeah well right now i have a little through big brothers big sisters i've had her about three years um but before that i did kind of unofficial ones i was just thinking as you we were talking probably the first one i did um and they tend to be a bit younger i also teach um college students and so I definitely have some students I've kept in touch with and I I love working with them because they're I can do concrete things about um being an adult and about writing but um the first one was I was just out of college and I was in Latvia and I was ice skating and this little girl really wanted to learn how to spin and I was spinning and so she kept like following me around and I started actually then meeting her at the ice skating. It wasn't an ice skating rink, it was a tennis court they froze over Mm -hmm. with water and I kept meeting her and it was, I remember it went on for quite a while. She was actually a tennis player. She was really a good tennis player. She was about 10 years old. And I went on a trip, a business trip to Sweden, and I brought her back this little porcelain doll. And I remember the sweetest thing was I gave it to her. And afterwards, I was like, well, what'd you name it? And she's like, Katya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just made me so happy. I was like, Isn't that cool? Um, yeah. And even after I left mm-hmm. Latvia, I was only there a year. We wrote letters to each other for, um, this was, email wasn't as popular back then. Um, probably a good year or two and then she got a bit older and we lost track and I've lost track of her now but um, I hope like I made a little difference in her and that she thought oh, there's someone out there besides my parents who thinks I'm this great person gonna do great things and cares enough to spend some time with me all right we're talking about mentoring it's a national mentoring month big presentation tomorrow afternoon featuring my guests Elizabeth Barrett and Katya Sango we're gonna go to news traffic weather Find out what's happening out there. We'll come back and chat some more. Welcome your phone calls as well. First, let me pull a plug in for my friends at Peak Wi-Fi. Peak Wi-Fi provides reliable wireless internet right here on the Central Coast. 
They have highly trained technicians who provide local services and support. Go to peakwifi.com for their current plans and pricing. They specialize in rural areas and can provide a complimentary service check of your property. Go to peakwifi.com for more information. No hidden fees, no added taxes, no contracts. That's peakwifi.com for peak performance. Here comes the news. On Monday, there's a new book out about uh, Patty Hearst. Uh, We'll talk with the author. And we will spend a considerable amount of time on Monday paying tribute to the late, great Tom Matson, who passed away earlier today at the age of 92. I'm Dave Congleton. We're here with Elizabeth Barrett and Katya Sengel. By the way, Katya's book is Straight Jackets and Lunch Money, available however you get books. But Katya, people can also come by tomorrow to see you. Yes, we are going to be at the UU Church in San Luis Obispo from 2 to 4 p.m. talking about mentors. It's a Big Brothers Big Sisters sponsored event. We'll also have some music and some food and open to questions and um just there to talk about mentors. And this is the church on Lawton Avenue, right across the street from Meadow Park in San Luis Obispo. Lots of parking. If you come, free parking. Mm-hmm. And if you come at 2 o'clock, you get snacks mm-hmm. and yep. mingle. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the actual conversation is going to start at 2.30. Yes. But you won't take phone calls. <laughs> Probably not. Maybe okay. I'll hold my phone next to me in case mm-hmm. a text comes in. Right. I was telling you during the break, I, I've never been officially been a mentor. I've I've never had somebody come sit on my knee and ask for (laughs) guidance. I couldn't do that. All right. So you have mentored. You probably don't recognize it because remember I talked about intentional and unintentional mentoring. But just for me alone, we've known each other for a really long time, 20 plus years. And you might not know this, but just the fact that when I started doing my show and you had me on and you validated the experience by saying the very popular show and announced the name of the show <laughs> and I was doing a good job. And then there was another time you connected uh, an email because we share guests sometimes. You sent an email and in the email you wrote, um, you should get together with Elizabeth. She's the real deal. And I saved that email because just that validation from you was so Helpful and is confidence that building. Yes, it is. Yes, really? you just didn't know it's secret mentoring. <laughs> well, and I no. think the same thing in a different way happened with me when I was new to the area. I was on your show pretty early on, um, and it was with my first book, which was about minor league baseball. Yeah. And after that, you connected me with C.J. Silas, who's now a friend of mine, who uh, has a sports radio show and so you're like that would be perfect uh you should do that and then with this book which is about um youth mental illness you're actually the one who connected me with elizabeth and we're like you need to talk to elizabeth Mm -hmm. and do that so you are you're looking for ways to help other people move forward which is exactly what a mentor does is helping other people in their dreams and desire and, and moving forward. So I'm just a Midwestern boy. <laughs> this is what you do in the Midwest. You give directions and you guide people. It is uh, true. But I don't consider myself to be a mentor. Well, again, the, 
that guidance, wisdom, support, maybe it's intentional or unintentional. But as I said before, when we intentionally mentor, you get the mental health benefits of it. So if you actually took the time, you know, to think about, oh, I, I connected a few people or I set Elizabeth up with this guest or like that feels good. I feel good about that ability to help others. Then that would give you the added bonus. The fact that you don't recognize it, you're missing out on this little dopamine bump you could get from knowing that you're being of service. I can use all the dopamine I can get. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's take a call. We've got Greg in Cayucas. Hey, Greg. Good afternoon, hey, Dave Greg. and Elizabeth. Hi, and Greg. And, yes. and hi there. Katya. And Katya. Great, <laughs> Greg. Uh, hi there. Great subject matter. And I thought I'd bring, bring this to the light because I think it's uh, appropriate. You're talking about mentors. And Big Brothers, Big Sisters, um, I'd like to rewind the clock here to the early 90s when a gentleman by the name of Bill Jodry was the founding father of the local chapter of Big Brothers, Big Sisters. I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't that something? Hmm. Bill was a, uh, and still is, a nurse, I think, at Sierra Vista Hospital. He just, re- he he just retired. Up. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, of course, we've heard the sad news that's brought him into the forefront in the last couple of years. But uh, going back to the early 90s, uh, Bill um, had this idea, and it was truly grassroots. He pulled a bunch of people from the community together, and we started meeting on a weekly or every other weekly basis at, uh, you know, catch-as-catch-can offices, wherever we could find a spot to gather. And slowly but surely, with... um, Bill's stewardship, we put that organization together, and by, oh, I think it was probably late 93 or early 94, actually had the first office and uh, really got up and running and talk about mentorship. There you go. Hmm. Yeah. That's a wonderful story about how one person can take on an issue and make a difference in so many people's lives. We always think it has to be this extraordinary human who comes in and and opens something, but it's just one guy has a great idea. And look at the history now and all of the people whose lives have been touched by having that special big look after them or care about them. Yeah. What else, Greg? that's well, I just wanted to bring that you know I think Bill deserves a lot i I've heard a lot yeah. and have been involved at some level with the b b b s throughout the the years, and I haven't heard a lot about uh, Bill's founding um, participation, and I think he deserves a lot of notice for what he did. He's a, a remarkable guy. I'm so glad you shared that story, Greg. I had no idea, but thanks for sharing. appreciate the call. You never know. I know. Yeah, I didn't know either. Uh, If you want to join in the conversations, we talk about mentorship, pick up the phone, fire up the text, chime in. 805-543-8830 for our guest, Elizabeth Barrett, Katya Sengel. As we talk about mentorship, it's National Mentorship Month. Have you ever had a mentor? Is there someone who has shaped you in some way, shape, or form? Have you ever been a mentor to someone? We're trying to encourage others. That's something that's part of this. You encourage people to go out and mentor others. Well, that is part of the reason that we're having this event tomorrow is to encourage people to step forward and, and share what they have with other people. Again, I think most people believe they need to have some special skill or talent in order to mentor someone. But really, mentorship is about caring for others' well-being and wanting to guide and support them. You don't have to bring really any special skills to the table. But what we found, you know, the research shows that when a, a young person knows that an adult cares what they have to say or that they live, it reduces mental health issues by 90%. 
It's incredible how we could reduce the need for mental health care services if we just had more young people connected to adults. We go to Beverly on KVEC. Hi, Beverly. I love this program. I, I've been at both ends, so it just really hits a, a great spot. And um, I think for a lot of us, the generations that go on to see what our children uh, become mentors or older children because we mentored younger children and it just follows like a family path mm-hmm. of uh, positive giving back to the community and to individuals and AmeriCorps, um, you know, foster care. I mean, just everything. There's so many great organizations out there. Uh, certainly uh, Big Brother, Big Sister, but um just keep up the good work, and, and we here in the community hear you and, you know, love what, what's what's going on always. Um, I love that because there are so many ways to participate, and it does become this passing down of strength. Um, good experiences beget good experiences, and so the, you touch one child's life, and they're going to go on and improve many generations. So thank you for that reminder. Most definitely. Thank, thank you. Again. All right, Beverly, thank you. 805-543-8830. Jack is in San Luis. Hi, Jack. Hi, good afternoon, Dave. Hey, Jack. I um, mentor a dog. I um, take care of a dog, and over the five years, I've walked the dog every day, and I go over there, and I prepare the meals for the dog, and after a while, when I'm with the dog, walking the dog, it always looks back at me to see if I'm still there. And then I have to guide it in different paths, you know, and it may want to go this way, but I see maybe a danger ahead, and I got to persuade the dog such a way not to pull on it, to go in another direction, and the dog communicates, you know, it uh, lets me know when it wants to yeah. Go to sleep. Uh, Jack, how is this? And, me- Jack, I'm confused. How is this mentoring? Well, you mentor it by walking the dog, and the dog, you're communicating in that way. And my point is, you could take this over into dealing with human beings, too, is that sometimes you have a human being, and you're, you're dealing with a friend or somebody, and you're actually mentoring. You're with that person, and maybe the certain directions you want to take that friend to but you don't want to force them in that direction. And I think mentoring is something where you want to bring people to a certain level of awareness about life. So it's a metaphor. Because you can't can't tell anybody what to do in this world. You can only somehow make them aware of things over a period of time. And uh, uh, as far as mentoring younger people, I believe in preventive discipline uh, as a mode of keeping people so active and interacting with them on like sports or different other levels to where the true self comes out. And then little by little, uh, the communication all becomes, the talking becomes a little, the volume goes lower, and the uh, you always uh, anticipate the next, um, the next thing. All right. 
A lot there. There was a lot. Yeah. But, really good, but really good points because the difference between mentor, mentoring and just hanging out is that mentors do guide and support and offer wisdom that that they have. So they are trying to share and model. Um, that's why we want to live our best selves so that we can model for the next generation a way that they can live. They want to look up to adults. Yeah, it's, so a good, it's a good analogy. It is a very good analogy. Mm-hmm. And so you want to be that person that other people can look up to. And you also can't be afraid to share your wisdom. I think a lot of times adults uh, hesitate to share insights or advice because they don't want to you know, get in the way or they feel like they won't be listened to. But if you don't give that information or share what you know, then that, then that person doesn't have any opportunity even to know there's other ways to be. Yeah, I think it's really important to introduce them, especially um, as Jack was saying, to things they might not have the opportunity to see otherwise or experience, and then leave it up to them whether that's something they're actually interested or not. But but allow them. I've I've introduced my little to some things that maybe weren't the most successful, and some things that were more successful. And it's like, but usually just her having that experience, she'll talk about it later and be like, oh yeah, that was cool when we did this, even though at the time maybe she was a little bored or something. Thing. Um, so I think it, it is great to, to, yeah, kind of expand their horizons a bit. All right, Jack, thanks for checking in on the Stolberg line. Here's Joseph from Oceano. This has, mo- this has motivated me to look into becoming a mentor. Thank Yay. you, Dave. Wow. Yay. So how would he follow up on that? Come, to, come tomorrow. Come <laughs> tomorrow, yeah, because uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, they will be there. They will tell you exactly what to do. You can talk to some bigs. You can talk to me, and you'll get a free book if you sign up tomorrow. And also, there is the Big Brothers, Big Sisters website with information that, about signing too, up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, go for it, but Joseph. But then they won't see us. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll come back for a final segment on AM 920. FM 96.5 News Talk, KVEC. I don't know if you're aware, but uh, this is uh, National Mentorship Month. There's a big uh, presentation going on tomorrow afternoon featuring my guest, author Katya Sengel. And the reluctant therapist herself, Elizabeth Barrett. Elizabeth, remind folks, please, what's happening tomorrow afternoon. From 2 to 4 at the UU Church across from Meadow Park, Katya and I will be getting together to have a conversation about mental health and mentorship and how to help kids that might be struggling uh, to get some, some attention that they need to really to thrive. Be Big Brothers Big Sisters will be there to talk about the program. Katya will be there with her book, Straight Jackets and Lunch Money, to sign them. And there's going to be food and music uh, from 2 to 2.30, and then we'll chat and we'll have questions uh, questions and answers, hopefully answers. I never know <laughs> what I'm going to One be never asked. Knows. Yes. So uh, Elizabeth is eyeing this box of Lynn's cookies, and I told her <laughs> she could take the box home with her if she got five phone calls. So far, she only has three. Four. Four, The I text think. has to count. No, the text doesn't count. It's got to be phone calls. <laughs> oh, man. So she can get two more phone calls. She can get a box of cookies. Um, But on a more important level, we're just interested in whether or not you've ever mentored or you want to talk about mentorship. 805-543-8830. If you want in on this conversation, we need to hear from you now, please. What's the single mom stats? Who's got the stats? 
So we have two-thirds of all children born to women under the age of 30 today are born to single women. And so we have an inordinate amount of children that are being raised in single-family homes intentionally or unintentionally. But the stats for the mental health for these kids and for the moms um, lean very heavy on a lot of anxiety, depression, loneliness, because it's hard to be a single parent, to be all things to your children at any time. And so the kids in many cases end up feeling alone or lonely or unheard and the parents feel like they have too much on their plate. So having a mentor, another adult, to spend a few hours a week with your child can make an incredible difference in the children's mental health. You know, we tend to throw kids into therapy when when they're struggling instead of really what they need is time with adults who care about them. And Katya had, you know, kind of that same experience uh, herself when she started mentoring, just knowing it wasn't 100 hours that she needed to spend. Yeah, before I even did Big Brothers Big Sisters, I remember there was actually mine came through journalism and you're not supposed to get close with your sources, but it was after the story ran. I'd done a story following um, a teenage girl in a youth um, rehabilitation center who was at rehabbing a retired racing greyhound. And so afterwards, I decided to go visit her at the um, detention facility sometimes and I remember showing up one Saturday and being surprised how few people were in the waiting room. And yeah. All right, we've got Jill and Tascadero on KVEC. Hi, Jill. Hi, Dave. Hi, Hi Jill. ladies. Hi, I, I Hi. hope this call, this call needs to count for those cookies. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll My see. husband thanks you. We'll see. Uh, Jill, have you ever had a mentor? I have had a mentor, and I've also been a mentor. Um, I'm a nurse. And so that whole gap of going from school to a hospital and working is very, very uh, stressful, frightening, and you definitely need a mentor. And I've been mentored by experienced nurses, and I've also mentored um, new grads, like from Cuesta College, coming into the hospital and learning how to bridge that school to practice gap and um, how to manage their time and learn how to prioritize which patients needs or treatments or medications should come first when multiple things are due at the same time and that kind of thing. And um, yeah, I've done that my whole career. Well, congratulations and thank you. So how did that improve your mental health? spending time doing the mentoring um when you see when you see new brand new newbie novices that are in tears because they're worried about hurting a patient or not knowing how to do something or some somebody else maybe wasn't as patient when they had a question actually have their light bulb moment and and realize that this was a good choice for me i get it and I have to allow my myself time to grow. Thank you. And you see them years later, successful and saying, you were one of the people that really helped me. Um, that has been wonderful as far as mental health. What a great call. All right, Jill, thank you very much for calling in. So we got four minutes for <laughs> Elizabeth Barrett to score a box of Lynn's cookies. But she needs one more phone call, 805. This is so stressful. 543 can't, can't be a text. It feels like it's a be popularity a phone call. contest or no, something. I just, you wanted the cookies, you got to earn them. 
<laughs> We're just not giving. They, these are Lynn's cookies. Oh, I agree. Mm. Craig he, keeps holding them up. Any other events you want to promote? Um, I think I have some others later, but I. I uh, That's your website. Yes, my website is um, just my name, katyasengel.com, K-A-T-Y-A-C-E-N-G-E-L.com. Well, I guess Craig and I are going to be eating all these cookies. <laughs> guess we're not going to be able to give Elizabeth oh, the cookies. Oh, my goodness. She couldn't even get one phone call. Oh, my goodness. Mm. A great way to mentor is to participate in youth programs in our community. So I encourage all of you to also get involved with Camp Natoma and all of the programs that go on getting kids out into nature. So CampNatoma.org to get involved there, too. All right. Ooh. I the, win. For the win, we've got Mila. Hey, Mila. For, for the win and the cookies. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I want them to have the cookies and I want them to keep up all their mentorship and inspiring other people to be mentors. I think it's wonderful. You mentor, don't you? Uh, well, I, I've taught for 40 years in San Luis Coastal Unified School District. So, yes, I, I do indeed mentor. I've mentored a lot over the years and also um, promote the community service program at Laguna Middle School, the Mayor's Award for Community Service, which is really very rewarding on top of my normal teaching day, too. So yeah. keep up the good work. This has been a great show, Dave. Thank you. Thank you for listening, Myla. Oh, here's the perfect way to end. We have the mayor listening. Here's Mayor Erica Stewart. Mayor, good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon, Dave. Hi, boys and girls crew. <laughs> how, how are you, Mayor? I'm doing well. We're getting ready to uh, attend the end of the year um, event for all of the employees that work in the city. Well, give them our regards. Have you ever mentored? I, I have. I've mentored uh, Cal Poly students, younger students, and even a few people that were my same age or maybe older uh, looking at running for office. Oh. What advice would you give to yeah. someone about being a mentor? I think to not put yourself under so much pressure. I don't know. I personally felt so much pressure, worried about saying all the right things, giving all the right advice. And the reality is just listening to the person you're mentoring and seeing what they need. Mm. That's perfect. Yeah, yes, I'm so absolutely. glad you said listening. That's a key piece mm -hmm. to it. But also not being afraid to share what you know as well. There's kind of that dance. Don't, no, don't be afraid. And share what, what you don't know. And share what you don't know as well. Very yeah. true. I Very hope good. you'll come tomorrow, Very Mayor. True. Big Brothers, Big Sisters, we'd love to see you. And Mayor, we're replaying your interview tonight at 6 o'clock. Oh, great. Thank you so much. All right. No, thank you for calling. Now get back to work. <laughs> we're not with the mayor on the phone. We want her working. All right. One last time, Katya, tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, 2 to 4 p.m. at UU Church by the Meadow Park. Um, Elizabeth Barrett, the reluctant therapist, and I will be talking about mentoring with uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, music, food, talk, books, my book, Straight Jackets and Lunch Money. If you are a big, you get a free copy. Otherwise, you can buy one if you want. So I brought the two of you together. Yes, you did. Yes, you you mentored. Did. Yeah. This, so cool. this like is this. like the full circle like of this. mentoring talk. Elizabeth, final thoughts. Um, I encourage anyone who has any interest in life to get out there and talk to people because every time you have a conversation, even 30 seconds in the grocery store, if you say to someone, you're doing such a great job, your kids are wonderful, that can change their life. It doesn't take 100 hours. It just takes a few minutes. Got you. I think the same, just um, showing up, it's showing you care. If you let a kid know you care, that is the biggest difference. All right, ladies, thank you. Off we go. We got news, traffic, weather. Back on the other side, Eric, um, 
CSU faculty really going to go out on strike? Yikes. Let's talk. And then the mayor, who we just heard from, will hear from again because it's a small town. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.